This week on the Time Blaster Toy Cast, the Bodacious Bracket Tournament returns for the fourth installment of our WWF LJN Smackdown. With former winners Honky Talk Man, Iron Sheik, and Jake the Snake Roberts watching from a backstage monitor, eight more big rubber guys will enter, but only one can win. Who will walk out on top and be called the WWF LJN TBT BBT Champion? Let's find out right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's pad. the time blast time of blast. the Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official ToyCast YouTube channel at Time Blaster ToyCast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734 494 2292. The following toy cast is a Time Blaster Toy Cast Bodacious Bracket Tournament Special Edition. Scheduled for a 60 minute time limit. In this episode, we will be selecting eight WWF LJN figures at random, and they'll be put into random matchups where discussion will commence to crown a victor. And now for your hosts. They're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare figures with actions. In addition to hosting today, these two men are once again the judge, jury, and executioner of the LJN figure thing. They are the reigning, defending, toy cast tag team champions of the world at the Retro KO Joe. At Time Blast Toys, Keith, together known as a Time Blaster Toy Cast. All right, boys, are we ready for the return of the founding father of the Bodacious Bracket Tournament? It's the fourth installment of the WWF yes. LGN TBT BBT tournament. Ooh. Well, baby. Feels like it's been six months since <laughs> honestly, we've done LJN. Honestly, it's probably been a long... It, yeah? I'd have to look, but it, it's probably been a long time. Yeah, I feel like it was early in the year. I feel like it would have been March Madness time. Yeah. So, probably right, Joe. It probably has been about six months as we're into September now, guys. We are. We're back to school officially, right? We're just weeks away from the spooky season. We've got a whole bunch of Halloween podcasts We're like lined 18 up. months into this thing. We've been doing this for a year and a half officially. Wow. It's crazy. Feels like yesterday. It does. <laughs> Let's no. talk Hasbro's. Feels like <laughs> And what's crazy about it is like the, the I don't even know if you can call it a fan base. I mean, but we kind of have built. We kind of do. We kind of have built relationships with, with, with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had a couple in the past week or two, like leaving us reviews and giving us feedback. And uh, Joe, what do we got here uh, today? Well, before, before Joe reads the review, okay. I... Uh, you know, you're right. We have. We've got feedback from all sorts of people. And our buddy Kevin, who, yes. uh, you know, we met through the show. He started his own podcast, the Analyst Promo Podcast. He left us a voicemail, which we wanted to play. Yeah. But we found out that, I guess, Instagram <laughs> voicemails expire. <laughs> so we can't play it. But Kevin uh, left us a message referencing the Obscure Toy Line uh, podcast we yeah. had a couple weeks ago. Kevin is the only person <laughs> I've ever met in my life who owned a cyborg action figure. I thought I found the one toy line that no one had. <laughs> yeah, what he said is Grandma in yeah, uh, Melvindale. Founded at a dollar store. Yeah, he told me that an independent dollar store. That's it. 
Yeah, he said for Christmas every year she would buy him, you know, a few things here and there. And from that store in Melvindale, he obtained a Cyborgs action figure. Of course the Cyborgs are in a dollar store. I was like, dude, I've never, I didn't know these existed, let alone know anyone that had one. So, yeah, that was some great feedback from Kevin. And then we got a voicemail, uh, or not a voicemail, we got a text message on the Time Blaster toy line. 734-494-2292 from another man named Kevin. And Joe's going to read that. In just a moment. All right, so this comes from Kevin from East Lansing, and he writes, Hey, Time Blaster Toycast dudes, I love your podcast. It's like I lived the exact same childhood as you guys. I had what might be a cool idea for a show topic that kind of goes along with the obscure 90s toy line idea. How about some short-lived but very memorable and rad Saturday morning cartoon series? I think of ones like Macaulay Culkin's Wish Kid, Pro stars with Bo Jackson, Gretzky, and Jordan, Ewoks and droids, etc. Just an idea. Keep up the awesomeness. I love you guys. Punchy fist. <laughs> Punchy fist. <laughs> oh, we appreciate you, Kevin from East Lansing. Awesome. Yeah, I awesome. mean, that's a, definitely a pod we'll have to do. Anytime I hear pro stars mentioned, I get pretty. I get pretty excited. Oh, I knew Dave was excited. I forgot all about Gretzky pro stars. and Bo Jackson yeah. in you one show. Right. Until I read that, I'm like, yeah, pro stars. You know that. Michael right. Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan <laughs> is a distant third in uh, that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if Michael Jackson somehow made it out of pro stars. I'd watch what it. What sport would he be representing? The sport I'm of dance? dancing. Yeah. 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 I think so. Grand champion. (laughs) Okay, so it's LJN time, right, guys? Um, But we have a special guest with us today. Sure do. We've got uh, a fourth man. The fourth fourth man. man. A fourth man. I'm going to let Dave introduce this fourth man, and then I'll give you a little backstory of how how we met this man. But go ahead, Dave. Introduce him. Now making his way to the Time Blaster Toycast toy aisle. Today's guest is still remembered trader and collector from the early 90s with frequent business in the U.S., the U.K., Australia, Germany, and more. He's part of Big Brother's Toy Museum and Figure Database website. He was the forefront of discovering and making LJN variants well-known in the online community. He has watermarked photos still floating around the internet decades later. Part of his rare figure collection is featured in the LJ and Wrestling Superstars history book. He just loves geeking out on toys and feeling like a kid again. Please welcome Dave Stinson. Hey guys, nice to be here. <laughs> Dave, with that intro, huh? Wow. Yeah, business, well. business dealings all over the world. All eh? over the world. And I would walk to the post office with my box in hand. Shipping out priority mail for three dollars and twenty cents. Yeah, back <laughs> when priority mail was that cheap, huh? That's crazy. So, Dave, uh, for the sake of this podcast, since we already have a Dave, Dave, we're going to refer to you as Oz. That's it. <laughs> so, so we've got we've got Oz here with us today. So, uh, when we first meet Oz, had to be a year ago now, right? You just At walked, least. walked into the shop with a was it a hacksaw, Jim Duggan? What was the oh. LGN you brought the first time you came in? I think it may have been a hacksaw and a couple others. I just had a couple extras that my kid and I amassed as we were putting yeah. together his collection, and they were too nice for him. He was hmm, probably six at the time, maybe seven. So it's like, eh, I don't want these to get tarnished. So yeah, they were. Let's move I, them. They were in actually really good shape. But I remember talking to you. I was like, man, I finally met someone who knows as much, <laughs> if not more, about LJNs than me because. Let's be honest. How many people like us are out there in the world in real life that you just randomly meet? And not many. Yeah. So from that, we started talking, and I learned, you know, about all your past inter- international dealings <laughs> and all the green card Hasbro's you've acquired over the years. Oh yeah. Um, 
But before we get into the tournament, Dave, I don't know, give us a little backstory. Like, how long have you been into collecting wrestling figures? Or You know what I mean? Mm, I was born in 82, and if I don't know any better, I had a Hulk Hogan LJN in my hand at the time. My, <laughs> gr- <laughs> my grandma had gotten all of us cousins into wrestling, and I was the youngest, so everything was hand-me-downs. I just was born into a pile of them. Uh, yeah. So that was it. Uh, never, never stopped. Well, I guess uh, when I became an adult, and you know, the two thousands came around, things kind of fell apart with wrestling as it did, and that was about it. But uh, I got out of it, and then when I had a kid, I started collecting them again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I always liked checking out toy stores. You came around, and that was that. Yeah, that's awesome. So you grew up where? Massachusetts. Yeah. So you're like in the Titan area. You're in the thick of it, right? Oh yeah. That's I mean, all LJ, that existed for us back there. Yeah, and LJNs are just everywhere at that point. Yeah, I remember, uh, gosh, they'd be every five and nine store, the supermarkets, all that stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and eventually Hasbro took over, and they were all over the place. Man, supermarket, get yourself a <laughs> loaf of bread and a Big John stud. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great afternoon. It sure does. <laughs> all right, boys, are we ready? So... Uh, for the sake of this tournament, because there's four of us and there could potentially be ties, you know, we talked about a weeks ago with all ego Ethan Page. If there's a tie, our guest, in this case, my man Oz, gets to break any tie we have, correct? Correct. So correct. We're all on the same page here? I do, yes. I do have one question for, for Oz over here. Okay. Um, so you just said, you mentioned your son getting back into collecting. Have you been able to complete an LJN set with him? Not just yet. We're going Keith style. We're not seeking them out just to buy them because that's no fun. You could have them in a day. So we're looking for them to come to us and we're getting them where we can. We do have a boss man without a finger, a warrior that's a bit chewed up. Uh, so, you know, we're getting there with the, the black cards. How right. far along is the only black cards left uh, at this point? The rest of the black cards there. Uh, I just picked up a couple uh, very common ones that I accidentally sold all my doubles to. Yeah. So I realized, oh, I need a Nikolai and a Junkyard Dog because I sold six like an idiot. So yeah. uh, <laughs> so I just got those. Uh, Killer Bees, uh, Martell, mm, yeah, maybe 12 or so, and then oh. we're done. Dang. Not Excluding bad. slaughter, because, you know, forget that these days. Yeah, right. crazy, man. The They're not $50 anymore like I remember them to be <laughs> oh. <laughs> back you in my day. Do you have a story? Did you get the slaughter? Oh, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I had so many of those throughout the years, uh, way back in the 90s, that I couldn't even count. But, uh, yeah, you could get them pretty much mint, C9 condition, such as it was rated back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50 bucks, And take you a day to find one, maybe. Right. Yeah. Go get mail order, send it out. Uh, excuse me, money order. Yeah, back, <laughs> send back it out in the mail. Day, back in the day money when you could mail, so yeah. hope it showed up. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and hope it showed up, and then you were all set. Yeah. All right. Those days are long behind us. Yes, they, they are. are. All right, boys, are we ready? Yeah. Yes. This bracket's filled out. There's some big oh dogs boy. today. Oh boy. The opening match. This is an unbelievable match. In the opening round all of right. the Time Blaster Toycast Bodacious Bracket Tournament TBT BBT for short. Hulk Hogan talking black card. Hulk Hogan with the red shirt, okay? Third version of the Hulkster. He's like this. Okay. Yeah. But he's got a red shirt and the yellow trunks going one-on-one with Vince McMahon. Oh, <laughs> boy. It's a trial over again. <laughs> red shirt Hulkster going one-on-one with Vince McMahon. What are we thinking? This is tough. I mean, I, I can start here. You guys know... 
to me, these black cards are what grand figure toy or grand toy. Grand yeah, toys. but technically this is an LJN, right? Because it's it's the white shirt Hogan, which was an LJN release, just repainted. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, I mean, it is on a grand toys card back, Same but it's technically an LJN mold. So. It's the LJN Grand Toys Hybrid Hulkster. <laughs> and never had the Red Shirt Hogan. I never had Vince McMahon. I, Actually, I, I never Vince had McMahon. either one of these figures. Had I one. had Vince. I mean, Vince, like, you know, I loved, I, I liked Mean Jeans figure way more than Vince's figure. But, you know, Vince had the, the suit coat. The, the microphone, I believe, was held, like, real close to his chest. He's got the that red, way. that red jacket. Yeah. The blue pants, mm -hmm. right? Or is it black pants? They're blue. I almost brought a dead mint Vince that I have just to sit here and watch oh, over us today. Go but Give me 30 minutes. <laughs> um, I, I, the Vince, I mean, he was around. We had the Vince, and he was around. And obviously, as a kid, he had no idea, like, he was just the color comment. He was just a play-by-play -play announcer. Yeah, at this time, like... was Vince McMahon even like a huge player on TV? I mean, I... He, he no was more. there. He was he popular. Was... But he definitely was not how he had come to be. That's for sure. Sure, right? Yeah, like in 87, 88, he's just a guy. Just a dude. Just an announcer. That's all we knew him as. Um, but I never had the Hogan figure. And, you know, I don't love those grand toys, guys. I understand it's an LJN post, so my vote is going for Vince. He's oh, true LJN. Vince. He's true LJN. And the other thing with Vince is it just – I have to have respect for that figure because the man owned the company. He's just an announcer. He made sure he got an action figure of himself. Yeah. I mean, who? Yeah. all of us would have done the exact He's same like, thing. Don't make Gorilla Monsoon. Make me. Yes. Yeah. We all would have done the exact same make thing. jacked, brother. And I got to respect Vince for that. Have okay. you guys ever seen the uh, the one-off that LJN produced for Vince? It was uh, known to be in his office. Where it's, he's got the blue coat? Yeah, the blue blazer, I believe it is. And yeah. Blue blazer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, supposedly, that was a nice color. Is it still in his office or it was for years? I'll have or? to check next time I go there. Yeah, but uh, it's <laughs> so we got one vote for vince uh anyone else want to vote i mean i could go I mean, if everyone's on the fence i'm not on the fence i already have a hogan oh you know if, if you look at it from that standpoint do i want another hogan in a different shirt not really so two votes i'm for taking vince mcmahon oh, wow. benny mac okay uh i was leaning the hulkster okay um comes with the belt just because as far as mm. announcer figures go you know what i mean like I don't, I don't need Vince. I'm going Hogan. Uh, Oz, if you vote Hogan, you know Hogan's going to advance. But if you vote Vince, it's all riding on your your shoulders. The, the well, all powerful Oz over here. I don't believe that that red Hogan came with a belt. It was the only one that didn't. Oh really? I'm pretty sure. It's been a while since I've you know geeked yeah, out on all that stuff, but I think so. Uh, but I'm going Hulk, man. I'm sorry. Oh, oh sir. These Vince. days. You know, without the retrospect kind of deal, mm -hmm. I'd pick Vince. But I'm thinking back in the day as a kid, that looking in the catalog where it said new Hulk Hogan, I absolutely hit the roof. Yeah, because that the Hogan before that with the white kind shirt. Kind of boring. Red, it, like, he never even really wore that look, right? This is Hogan <laughs> with the yellow trunks and the red shirt. Okay, so Hulk is advanced. Hulk and is we are advanced. already off to a tie in the first match of this round. <laughs> the one thing, I, since we're not going to talk about Vince again, one thing, and he had, what, the, the number, he was, like, holding up the one finger in the air. He had a crazy eyes. The Vince McMahon I had that I remember, his he was, like, kind of cross-eyed, which I know couldn't have been true on all the figures, but the one we had, like, the paint job on this one eye, which happened with eye. some of the LJNs, where they paint on the eyes would be a little full of funky. My Vince was cross-eyed. <laughs> but yeah, that white shirt, red coat, blue pants, the number one. Holding up the number one, I love it. 
I think all of my Winston Toysy racer figures, they're all cross-eyed and kooky looking, which is why I love them. They just look so ridiculous. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, you're the one of the... How many people in the world probably collect the Winston Toysy racers? Like oh, you? there's me, Matt Cardona, and maybe five other people. <laughs> <laughs> Seven people on the planet. Yeah. They're cool, though. Oh, Super I love them. Cool. That's what got me back into collecting. Uh, that and my kid. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, those exist? <laughs> all right, guys. Next match. It's two men in in suits or tuxedos. Tuxedos, okay. Talked about Vince McMahon being an announcer, legendary figure. Mm-hmm. I got another one for you. Okay. Mean Gene Okerlund. Ooh, I love oh, that Mean Gene. Mean Gene Okerlund going one on one with the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Oh my gosh. Microphone in hand, money mm, in hand. Right. Microphone bit off of a hand, money <laughs> bitten off of a hand. Oh. Is it Mean Gene or is it Teddy? The Million Dollar Man. This is this is a tough man. I love both these figures. I had both these figures. You know, I I, will, I guess I'll start first again since someone's jumping up. Um, yeah, I, I, I I loved the Mean Gene figure because he was short. He was really short. I wouldn't say he was to scale to the other guys, but he felt like it. Um, I didn't love the shrug pose. He was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. It is a crazy like, pose. Yeah. It, it's a crazy pose, but you know what pose is worse? Is the Million Dollar Man's pose... To play with him as a wrestler, and he's got the suit on, he's got the money in his hand. He was so hard to actually wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Also, terrible flipper. I don't ever remember the Million Dollar Man winning a match. <laughs> um, so Million Dollar Man, for me, was mostly just a manager. And when we're talking like 88, 89, this dude's wrestling for the championship on TV. He's made an event in WrestleMania 4. Mm-hmm. He is a key-key player, and I don't even have him wrestling. I have him managing, which he does like six years later. And at the Million Dollar Man, I have no good memories of him. Kind of like Honky Tonk Man and One Man Gang. We were talking about them, where the paint just rubs off and he's got like a black face. Mm-hmm. Um, just I, I did not like that Million Dollar Man figure. Loved Ted DiBiase, the wrestler. Hated the toy. Give me Mean Gene. Yeah. Well, DiBiase's absolutely from that wave of the figures where they're cast in that color. So he, what? He's all black and his face is painted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand why he is the way he is. Like, we look back on Ted DiBiase, the wrestler, and we're like, you know, obviously one of our favorites. Unbelievable wrestler. But once the bell rings, it's just a dude in underwear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's got the money oh, yeah. sign on his trunks to represent his million dollarness. <laughs> but if you're a toy manufacturer and you want a toyetic figure, you put this guy in a slick suit. Oh, yeah. You put yeah. the money in his hand. Mm-hmm. And any kid knows, like, this is the rich villain guy um, in this universe. With that being said, Mean Gene Okerlund, I mean, you're trying to build the world of LJN. You need Mean Gene. But how do you interview someone like this? You just have him, <laughs> you have him lean down. Off to, off to the him. side. Right. It's like, just, hey. Like, like, I don't know what I'm asking you, but talk. Debiasi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's like just won money in a bad. He's like I love He stole it from the basketball kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that $10 back. I love both these figures. Dave voted uh, Mean Gene. Mm-hmm. I'm voting Ted DiBiase. I love both these figures as well. I love both these dudes in the business, but just looking at it just from toys, mm-hmm. I got to go Mean Gene. Wow. Ooh. Back in the back in old Oz over here. Yeah. Having a Sorry, tough, Oz. Tough Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what are you oh, that's Oz? okay. I'm picking Mean Gene. Um, oh. DiBiase was really cool, but playability, it was lacking, just like that's Dave it. said. If he was just in his dollar sign underwear, he'd be boring. So, you know, they had to go that way. Yeah. But Mean Gene, I mean, you can't not have Mean Gene. Uh, yeah. No question. Mean, I- iconic figure. And yeah. that means in the next round, guys, it's Hulk versus Mean Gene. So just, oh. sit on, just sit on that for a minute, okay? okay one thing with Debbie Asi, since we won't talk about him again, was his cummerbund, like, pink? 
might have, have been color? might have been purple. Purple. Mm, purple. There's no pink. Pretty sure. There's purple That's and green a- in his in his outfit. Um, yeah, iconic figure. I had DiBiase, but like Dave said, his whole face, like his nose, is all rubbed off. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. immediately. So so bad. Like I've. I mean, have I mean, you guys probably have. I mean, the DiBiase in mint condition probably. In the day I did mine from childhood, his face was a little bit beat up. I think the nose and the cheeks and the rest was okay. Yeah. It was one of those later releases that didn't get too much play. Plus, like we were talking about, how can you really play with him too much? So we kind of just stood there, got beat up during an interview, and then you had a match with Andre or something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, next match. Are we ready? Yeah. This is going to be an interesting one. A couple of workhorses in this match. Tito Santana. And we're talking the first release, Tito. Purple He's in band. the purple trunks. Yeah. Go on one-on-one with one half of the British Bulldogs. The Dynamite Kid. Mm. Tito Which... versus Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite and Davey. Dynamite had the left arm like Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Okay. So is the left arm up, open hand. Okay. I yep. can, uh, we, should, we should have Oz do everything. You want me to do all the poses? <laughs> yeah, you call them out and uh, we've got all the right, video Tito, going. Let's see your best Tito. <laughs> <laughs> Arriba. <laughs> Tito versus Dynamite. Uh, man. I know where I'm going. I'll just go, I man. I feel like I know where I'm going. Uh, I'm going Tito. I like, I, you know what, though? Like, being a kid that got into wrestling in 89 and 1990, that Tito Santana in those purple trunks and the black boots, you're like, Tito wore all white. You know what I mean? He had yeah. white trunks and white boots. So once you get to that Strike Force repaint of Tito, that's more uh, indicative of the Tito that I grew up on. But even in purple and black, Tito, he, you know, I was watching him on TV. He was always around. He, you know, lost in the finals of the Intercontinental Title Tournament to my man, Mr. Perfect. Dynamite Kid was, I couldn't give two craps about Dynamite Kid as a kid. So I'm going Tito. Well, this is where my age shows. I'm a couple years ahead of you guys. So <laughs> Dynamite, he was the man. I'm going yeah. with him. And I got him for 50 cents in New York at a tag sale, which uh, is a New England for a garage sale. <laughs> so, yeah, I got the Bulldogs 50 cents each. Uh, awesome. And he with was just belts? wicked cool. No belts. Okay. Still. Yeah, what do you want? You know? Yeah. <laughs> what year was this? Gosh, it would have had been about 88. Oh, around that time. Yeah, okay. 87, 88. Wow. All right, well, we've got a split vote. Tito and Dynamite, boys. What, do you, what are we thinking? I mean, I only had one of these, <laughs> and I know which one I liked, and I'm going Tito. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Tito. So for me here, I also only had Tito. However, my cousins had the British Bulldogs. Never had the British Bulldogs, but my cousin had So I played with Dynamite and Davey Boy a lot. Um, Tito, I like the little white that came out of his boots. It looked that little bit of sock showing. Yeah. Um, good drop kicker. Good like you know, the thing with Tito. Hell of a cross body. Good cross body. Good good little power slam guy. Amazing flying burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the thing with that with the pose was was he he, he was a pretty decent. I was going to say, it seems like he'd be a pose, great flipper. The pose wasn't like I remember playing with him, and I I liked Tito. There were a lot of drop kicks. I just didn't love playing with him. But when I would go to my cousin's house and I'd get those British Bulldogs in my hands, before I would even play with them, I would just look at how cool the figure was with like their their boots because they had the, the blue on the inside of the boot, I believe. It was the blue on the inside or the outside, but they had like the two, the two paints on the boot. Mm-hmm. They had the Bulldogs on the side. Um, they, just, they just looked 
really cool. Like, and I'm thinking of the two, and yes, I had Tito, I didn't have Dynamite, but my memories of the Bulldogs are much happier playing with them. And I feel like you could do a few more moves with them, a nice little snapmare, a nice little rude awakening, big elbow drop with old Dynamite, big knife edge chops, and then like, <laughs> you could really get some, get some good matches in with the Bulldogs, so I'm going to lean Dynamite Kid. So... It was a tie, but Oz over here voted Dynamite. So yeah. the two Daves over here. The hockey playing <laughs> Daves are calling the shots. These two Daves strong armed Dynamite into the next round over our boy Tito. Sorry, Tito. Well, hey, yeah. Tito's got a second chance uh, in a future podcast in the Strike Force version. Yep. So maybe he'll maybe he'll make it that time. He did not make it today. All right. Well, are we ready for the final match in the opening round, guys? I'm ready. We've got Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Finally, a member of the Heart Foundation I picked on one of these pods, going one-on-one with, <laughs> this is going to be a quick one, <laughs> Ted Arcidi. Oh. <laughs> I, I will vote first. Get James out of here. I sell Ted right now. I never had Jim the Anvil Nightheart. I always wanted the Heart Foundation. Tag teams eluded me as a kid. I love Jimmy the Anvil Nightheart. I don't give two craps about Ted RCD, the wrestler, the man. I don't know nothing about him, but I know that LJN figure I had of him. Won a lot of matches, delivered <laughs> awesome spine busters, great his arm, flipper. His arms are down. He was sweet. He was so jacked at red singlet. He was super jacked. Those Those stupid socks. Come tiny out. feet. I, Ted RCD blows. At one point in my life, watched wrestling Hoping to see Ted RCD on my TV because I played with that toy so much. I love that Ted RCD figure. I'm giving it love. I'm giving it the respect that no one else on this planet will. That's for sure. Shout out Ted RCD LJN. Dang. Mic drop. That Ted RCD figure's crazy. Got the ill-fitting singlet. He yeah. is Jack, though. He's a He's Jack super brother. Jacked. But both his arms are down. You know what I mean? He ain't giving anyone a spine buster. Yeah, Whoever double leg up, turn him, spin him, bam. Looks like he's about to put someone in a Boston crab yeah, with, his, with yeah. his giant socks on his feet. Bulldog City. Yeah. No, Ted, Ted RCD, I've already talked about in the past. That's the one LJN my mom refused to buy me. It was 97 cents. Even she, she knew. Even she knew. <laughs> like, there's a hundred of this guy on the peg. No oh, way, dude. You get the Boston accent? I mean, come on, Oz, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or we got Jim the Anvil Nightheart, one half of the Heart Foundation in that cool, hot pink... Or purple, depending on the variant, you know, right. you know, the type of paint used at the factory that day. It's got to be Jim the Anvil Neidhart, right? I mean, especially when you think of Hasbro's and then they make Jim the Anvil in his PJ pants. Like, oh. This is the only true <laughs> yeah. badass Heart Foundation Jim the Anvil Neidhart figure for literal decades till they make a, a classic Superstars figure. So it's got to be the Anvil. Anvil in my book. I'm going Jim. Oz? Well, I grew up in New England. Guess where Ted Arcidi is from? Where? New Hampshire, New Hampshire, I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got that accent. He, he, I'm not sure if he if still does. Ted if you knock out the anvil. <laughs> Local legend. He's the reason Triple H got into wrestling. You're lucky he's not here. He'd pick Ted RCD without even question. Okay, so with that said, anvil. All day long. <laughs> Make a sweat I was scared for a Swerve. minute. Swerve. <laughs> wow, Ted Arcidi, the fact that he got a vote. The only way Anvil could be cooler is if they had blue pants. The blue hearts oh, from wow. 85, wanted, I think. Oh, that would have been beautiful. Gear. Oh, yeah. Love that stuff. Yeah, but Anvil didn't have any wrist tape. That was my biggest. Uh, yeah. Got the handout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Yeah, no, it was great. Anvil, Anvil figure sweet. Yeah. He's very cool. I mean, he would have got my vote against 90% of the bracket. Just not Ted Arcidi. Just not Ted Arcidi. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, guys. So in the next round, 
We've got Hulk Hogan versus Mean Gene and Dynamite Kid versus Jim the Animal Nightheart. What a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we got a couple Stampede boys, and then we got the, you know, the best interview promo team of all time, maybe, going against yeah. each other. AWA bracket, Stampede bracket. <laughs> yep, but we got to take Ooh. a break. We got to, you know, let these guys relax. You know what I mean? Jim the Animal Nightheart just worked really hard defeating Ted Arcidi <laughs> after Dave put him over so much. So <laughs> we've got a couple undercard bouts. And uh, I think I'll start with this one. I was trying to think of a match that would have, like, three options instead of two options. Because if there's three, there's a definitive winner out of the four of us here today. So picture this, guys. You're a kid, uh, late 80s. Your mom's taking you to the grocery store. You're in the cart. You've been a good boy the whole... In the cart. You're in the cart. Okay. You've been a good boy the whole time. You didn't ask for anything. Dave didn't ask for any of the, or excuse me, Oz didn't ask for any of the LJNs that he saw. Or the, the Hasbro axe that was sitting there until 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're at the checkouts. Your mom says, you know what? You've been good this whole time. Bubblicious. We all know Bubblicious gum, right? Yes. There's a whole spread of it. We all grew up eating Bubblicious gum. There's three flavors at the checkout that you can choose from. What do you want? Do you want the watermelon Bubblicious gum? Do you want the cotton candy Bubblicious gum? Or do you want, I don't know if you guys remember this flavor. I do. The strawberry banana Bubblicious gum. Ooh, I do remember strawberry banana. So that's it. Watermelon, cotton candy, or strawberry banana. Bubblicious gum, guys, back in the day, about as good as gum got. Oh, yeah. I know people think of fruit stripe gum fondly. It was Bubblicious had flavor oh, bubble, uh, they still, 20 times longer. Bubblicious yeah. still has to be around, right? I have no idea. I think it is. <laughs> I, just, I assume everything's still around yeah. until I, for whatever reason, want to find it and find <laughs> out that it's been gone for 20 Fruit years. Fruit was great, but yeah, the flavor was gone in five seconds. So You know, I mean, I, can, I guess I can go first. Um, I loved the watermelon, that first couple bites, chomps. So, so juicy. Sure. Such great flavor. But kind of like the fruit type, as Joe was saying, to me, the watermelon bubblicious, it went away much, much quicker than the others. I didn't really like the cotton candy one, so my vote's going strawberry banana because I, mm. I remember getting the strawberry banana quite a few times and always enjoying it. it seemed like it lasted longer with the flavor. Okay. Can, you, can, you pi- can you picture what they look like, too? Remember the bubblicious? Wrapper, yeah. Well, in, even the gum itself, the watermelon one, it's like all green around the edges, the but the, the and then the middle is like yep. like, a, yeah. pe- like a piece of watermelon. Yep. But that first, that when you put that watermelon bubblicious in and you get those first couple chews, nothing is better. It's just the <laughs> longevity of it doesn't last as long as the strawberry banana. Strawberry banana gets Dave's vote. Cotton candy uh, was like teal and pink. Right, I yeah. like that. the swirls. Yeah. And remember when that came out? I do. I, I don't candy remember bubble. when it came out, but I remember You're having like, it. I remember seeing it. That's like the first uh, cotton candy flavored anything outside of actual cotton okay. candy. And you're like, wow, this gum. They you can just chew on cotton candy for five minutes. And then strawberry banana, you know, yellow gum with the pink center. I don't know if I ever had strawberry banana. Oh, these these are all classic flavors, uh, flavors that would hmm. eat a lot. I am going to vote cotton candy because think, yeah. it was revolutionary. Cotton candy? Gum? Sign me up. Yeah. Like Dave said, the watermelon was great, but it didn't last. Oh man, it was so good. <laughs> I gotta go watermelon. Oh, it's le- watermelon. Leaving it, leaving it on Oz's <laughs> shoulders. Well, I don't recall strawberry banana, so sorry, that's out. Uh, cotton candy, I can remember, and it seems like one of those ones that oh, this is cool, and then you have it, and it's like 
All right. So I'm with Joe. Watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon. fans are so happy right that now. Was, I mean, it was so good. It was good when it lasted. They were great. Yeah. They were great. Okay, guys. So Watermelon is one. Who's going to win this match? It's the first match in the second round of the WWF LGN TBT BBT tournament. Hulk Hogan, black card, red shirt, going one on one. He's leaning down into the microphone to talk to this man. It's Mean Gene Okerlund. Hulkster versus Mean Gene. Interviewer versus interviewee. Before I vote, I quickly dismissed this Hogan figure. Can we? You sure did. Can we talk about the Hogan figure in sure. some detail here? Let's Give me do the it. pose. Let's do it, brother. What's the pose? Was it just like, a red shirt? Yeah. Is it just a plain red shirt? Does it say anything? Hulkamania. So he's got like a like a flex bicep arm and a and a DDT arm. Uh yeah, kind yep. of pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He can get a stunner and a, a DDT at the same time. Okay. Okay. Yep. Knees knees a little bent. Yep. Right? Just a tiny little yeah, bit, and then after he wins, which of course he always does, he <laughs> can pose right in the middle of the ring, ready to rock. <laughs> it's pretty sick because he I is mean, like in between both poses. Then the yeah. Under mm-hmm. it's a pretty sick looking figure because as much as we all love that original Hogan LJN, you know he's kind of thin. He's too squatty. So squatty. You know what I mean? He's, you got to fit him in that package. You know he's yeah. he was tall. Yeah. Yeah, just like so stud. I think this Hogan is a vast improvement over the first one. Yes, the first one's more iconic and remembered, but this looks more like you would want Hulk Hogan to look like. With that being said, Mean Gene Okerlund, pretty excellent figure for what he is. You know what I mean? You know, Hasbro never makes an announcer figure in their whole run. What a so, missed opportunity. Right? Uh. You know what I mean? LJN killed it. They made managers. They made uh, you know referees. They made the announcers. Yeah. Of all those figures, Mean Gene's got to be one of the, like one of the, the best top. non-wrestling yeah. figures in oh, the world. I line. love the Mean Gene figure. Um, I uh, I'll go first, guys. This is tough, but I think I'm going Hulkster. I like the Mean Gene a lot, but this Hogan, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the original Hulkster has already been in a past tournament, and he did not win. Right. So. I feel like this is the best Hogan of the three LJNs, personally, in my opinion. So I'm voting Hulk. Anybody else ready? Oz, what are we thinking over there? I'm going to realize Oz has the Hogan beach shirt on. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Let me tell you something. I wore it on purpose, brother. <laughs> I'm going Mean Gene. Crazy Ooh. as that sounds. It's not crazy, though. Yeah. Really well, not. you know, to some listeners, they may oh, Hulk all the, all the way. But uh, it was actually the red one was the third release. And. White, of course, was second. Yeah. That one just blew my mind when I saw that in the, the back the, of... The white one? Yeah, when I yeah. saw it in the back of PWI or whatever mm-hmm. magazine it was, I, I just could not get that out of my head. Yeah. Still can't these days. You know, it's just like, that to me is like the epitome of LJN's just the new Hulk Hogan. It's it's like, oh my God, a different Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And he looks incredibly cool. Yeah. The red one, the colors didn't pop as much to me. Even yeah. though it's the iconic red and yellow, that... That white and red just amazing. So I mean, I understand it. Mattel in the Ultimate, the Coliseum collection. Oh, I right? love that figure you know so I mean? much. Yeah, they didn't make him with yellow trunks and a red shirt. They made him to look like the one in the white shirt. Which such is such a like, good looking figure. Yeah. I I, under- I get it. So we've got one vote for Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> one vote for Hulk. One vote for Mean Gene. Look, I think the Great Powerful Oz summed it up best. <laughs> and I mean, I was already leaning Mean Gene, but now I'm for sure Mean Gene. Oh, baby. Yeah. What are we thinking, Dave? Yeah, I was, I was leaning Mean Gene as well. I mean, that's why I asked about Hogan, try to get sold on the Hogan. I have looked up the image of the, of the Hulk Hogan figure. 
And the white one looks way cooler than the red one. I mean, if it was the white one, I'd maybe vote him over Mean Gene. But the Mean Gene has made it to the finals. The red guys. shirt. Mean Gene. I'm okay with that. Nobody <laughs> hates Mean Gene. Yeah, you just mean can't. Gene. Love Mean Gene. Whenever I open a podcast with all righty folks, it's a it's a shout. It's homage yeah. to Mean Gene. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> I, Not I Bugs got Bunny. <laughs> nope, I got it. I got it from. I, I watched a lot of Mean Gene interviews. You know, when I was in wrestling, when I was going to start doing like backstage interviews, I was like, well, I'll just watch some Mean Gene. And then I watched a lot of his like um, sit down interview style stuff. And mm-hmm. I never realized how often he would say, like, all righty, folks, we're back. And like, yeah. I'm like, I, all righty, folks. I kind of like that. Like, Mean Gene, nobody ever associates a catchphrase with him, but he said, all righty, folks, a lot. So that, when I, I throw it in whenever I say a podcast, I'm like, all righty, folks. That's my shout out to, to Mean Gene. Nice. Mean, mean Gene is unbelievable talent. Honestly, for like the interviewer oh, yeah. in professional wrestling, no one has ever been better. It's that it. voice, too. It's oh, just that everything. voice is great. The guy just was it's unbelievable. You know what I mean? He could be like dead asleep and someone could put a camera on him and be like, get to it, Gene. And he would just, yep. you know what I mean? He didn't need a script no. at all. The guy could just work. He was unbelievable. So funny when you see like the oh, behind the scenes stuff yeah. of him, too. And like uh, oh, him and Mach, like, le- yeah, like yeah, and like the Legends House, like yeah. oh, that was a great show. old man, and yeah. um, <laughs> it's like hamburgers. That that cover from the the barbecue uh, what was that a bash at the beach? Oh, Great right yeah. American Bash. He's cooking the WCW hamburgers. Love me some mean jeans. I know we are so spoiled. The era we grew up loving. You know what I mean? It's like Mean Gene, Bobby Heen, and Gorilla Monsoon. These are dudes that are absolutely at the top, top, top of their game. All of them mm-hmm. can never be replicated. No one can ever. No script. You couldn't make these dudes in a factory. They no. will never be as good as these guys. And they, you know what I mean? They just had it. That's probably why I fell out of watching wrestling. It's yeah. just, you know, you, yeah. you know just what I mean? couldn't And, like, none it. of these dudes pass the eyeball test. No. Right? You know what I mean? They're all, like, middle-aged. You know what I mean? None of them. Balding. Like, who, who, like they would never allow people like that to be on TV nowadays. But it's like... Those guys had it, man. Yeah, they the had talent, it. The talent Prime line. time wrestling. You think those dudes Ooh. wrote a script? They just hit record and just went for it. <laughs> yeah. 90 minutes of just riffing. All excellent television. Just into the high, high IQs and yeah. just pure talent. Yeah, 100%. Timing. Dave mentioned uh, Mean Gene on the Bash at the Beach cover with the hamburgers. Are you guys familiar with Mean Gene's hamburgers franchise that was out back in <laughs> the day? We do. We had one here. We did, I know they had. There was oh, yeah. no one. No, we didn't one have one here. Oh. I was all mad. I think it was just in Minnesota, like Mall mm-hmm. Americas. I, I think. Please, Dave. I think like, there were a couple. <laughs> I, th- I think there were a couple around. I have not. I did not, unfortunately, ever get to visit one, but I did get to Mean Gene's Pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, mean Gene. Mean Gene was about it. I think it was his son-in-law or nephew or something that got him involved with it. Uh-huh. The, the whole thing came about. But uh, over in Grand Rapids at a roller skating rink. My now wife, I was uh, dating her at the time. She was in Grand Rapids. Visited her there, and I just happened to figure out that Mean Jeans Pizza existed. So guess where we went? <laughs> roller skating date, Mean Jeans Pizza. And I got a picture of me with a big poster of Mean Jean on roller skates holding a pizza. And it's the funniest <laughs> thing. Do you still have the photo? I'm gonna lo- I'll look for it. Oh, my God, it. please find it. That so, would be amazing. So there was a Mean Jeans Pizza in Grand Rapids? Yeah. Was it like a sit-down restaurant? It was Tell just me in everything a, it was in a, it. was It was Paint in a, a roller picture. skating rink. So oh, it's like, okay. it's as if they went there and said, hey, we have this franchise. You make pizza. Slap our posters around, and there we go. And uh, oh. there, that was it. That's wow. <laughs> yeah. I wish they had a uh, 
like a big mean gene mascot walking around, yeah, I probably would have died and gone to heaven. But uh, you know, you know that's, I never knew, never thought that the world needed a mean gene mascot. But how great would it be if you walked into some place and there was a like a Little Caesars version, exactly what I have in mind. But as Mean Gene with a with a microphone, just walking around, man in costume, I would love it. That's oh, I love it. I've, Did you ooh, find it? It's cropped with me out of it, but there's Mean Gene. The Mean Gene poster. There's this looks like an early version of Photoshop. I cannot picture Mean Gene actually wearing these roller skates. Oh, I know. I know that. Is no great. that looks awesome. <laughs> oh my god, do you, you got to try to find the unedited photos. Mean so Gene Pizza it. and Burgers, Hogan with his pasta. They had it all covered. Yeah, they got all. <laughs> That's amazing. That all types of food. Get your thumb in there. Yeah, well, I, I was big, stupid <laughs> smile because you know the hell mean gene well we just spent 10 minutes talking about how much we love mean gene yeah. so i feel bad for the winner of this next match because i think i know how this tournament's ending up dynamite kid going one-on-one with jim the anvil neidhart who are we thinking this little tag team uh specialists here yeah yeah for sure this is uh main event from my childhood the, yeah. the two tag teams, uh, I was always a Hearts fan, mm-hmm. mega Hearts fan, loved Brett, just like you, mm-hmm. Joe. And I just remember that, of course, they were heels, so they didn't get all the love. The Bulldogs, on the other hand, and I was in big WWF territory, mm-hmm. everyone just absolutely insane for them. Really? However, I didn't care. Hearts. So I'm going Anvil. I'm nice. You don't even got to ask me. You know I'm going Jim. <laughs> I was leaning Anvil, too, man. I mean, just, the, yeah. just the visual of the yeah. of the toys, you know what yeah. I mean? That pink and black just pops. Anvil's got that cool goatee. I mean, it's Jim. He's just know? cool he's looking. so cool. Cool looking toy, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's, he can do stuff with him, too. I was going to go Anvil as well. Unanimous Anvil. Clean, I put Dynamite Kid over in the last one. We didn't get to talk, touch on the Anvil pose too much. The only thing wacky about the anvil is that one open hand that's like out to the side, it's like wide open. Smack people around. But but, uh, but yeah, no, that, that anvil figure is very very cool. I had to give Ted our CD his love, but that anvil <laughs> figure very 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 that's cool. That's the most love Ted has gotten. Way better, time. way better than the Dynamite Kid figures. It's Even Ted our CD would not have picked himself. I don't think. <laughs> <in that one. laughs> So it's Mean Gene versus Jim the Anvil Neidhart in not, the finals. Not the finals, I thought. No, honestly, for us, though. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> we, let's, let's wait a minute. I got another match, guys. Um, so final undercard bout. 1990s, we grew up with uh, all sorts of great shows on TV, all sorts of sitcoms. There were sitcoms on at prime time. There were sitcoms on during the daytime. Yeah. One of them, the most fam- probably one of the most famous daytime sitcom type shows of our youth is Say by the Bell. Right? Yeah. Talked about going back to school last week. When I wake up in the morning. Say by the bell. Integral character. Samuel Screech Powers. Right? Mm-hmm. Best friend of Zach Morris. Yeah. Perhaps the smartest man in all of Bayside. Valedictorian. Dude, he if, built a robot. If you, yeah. Kevin, the <laughs> yeah, robot. Kevin. <laughs> Samuel Screech Powers, right? Yeah. He's going to be going one-on-one with another similar character. Both these guys kind of nerdy traits. Okay. We're talking Steve Urkel, baby. Oh, I knew it was coming. Jeez. Joe referenced Kevin the Robot. Yeah. Steve Urkel built a robot. He did. Urkelbot. That's what I was thinking already. Screech had a signature dance, the sprain, that him and Lisa win with Casey Kasem inside the max. Uh Urkel, do yeah, the Urkel, baby. Do the Urkel. Do the Urkel on the that top swept the country. on the rooftop. <laughs> I was in third grade when that came out, and I remember at least three people spraining their wrist doing the Urkel. 
With, uh, that, that move where you went like that back. and everyone would come in with a sling a cast or whatever and like you know so he did so a, you, know, you did the urkel didn't yeah, you yeah yeah you did the urkel all right <laughs> so yeah two iconic characters samuel screech powers or stephen q urkel who are you picking man, man who, is, who is it i mean i i, I know where i'm going i, I don't feel like i do. think about it um, I didn't really like like Screech was my least favorite character on Saved by the Bell. I actually liked when he got shoved in lockers, kicked oh, <laughs> on a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I nerd deserves it. But like Urkel was a nerd, but I liked him. Like he, I laughed at Urkel. I don't remember laughing at Screech. So, give me Urkel. Give you Urkel. Another thing that ties these two <laughs> together is uh, the unrequited love, right? Yeah. Screech wants lisa turtle so bad so bad and she ain't giving him the time of day no. and urkel going after laura non-stop eventually urkel gets laura though that's Stefan. but it, but then he turned back to steve and say, it was yeah it no in the urkel, very very right? no in the very yes in the oh. very end laura and steve urkel are married when family yeah. matters ends yeah. not Stefan or mm-hmm. kel right. steve urkel screech she, never yeah. gets anything maybe maybe a kiss on the cheek lisa so. turtle goes to new york fashion school and Screech goes back to Bayside and he's Belding's assistant. Or and then he's like in the college years. The and college then, years. then he wrestles Hulk Hogan and we tie everything all together. <laughs> right. <laughs> I yeah. met Dustin Diamond at a backstage at an independent wrestling show in like 2012. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What he was say at, to him? How did that go? Hello. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> he like had an entourage. That was like during hmm. his time where he was like on reality TV. It was like a pretty big coup to have him there. Yeah, did not not the nicest dude, not like outright rude, but like didn't yeah. like want to like shoot right. the crap with guys. I saw a documentary on him. It's mm-hmm. so sad, you know. He seemed just oh, yeah. incredibly misunderstood and just victim of circumstance so much. Yeah, yeah. not that he helped himself too much, but yeah, yeah. you got to feel for him. Would have been funny though if you were uh, irked by that, and then you were like, "All right, see you later, scratch." And just <laughs> 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 him. <laughs> Uh, of the two, as much as I love both of these characters, I uh, I think I'm gonna vote Screech. Oh, I'm gonna vote okay. Screech. I'm gonna give Screech some love. I mean, I'm a big Family Manners guy. I love both these shows. I mean, I think I'm going Urkel. Okay. Yeah. I watch Saved by the Bell as much as everybody, yeah. but Family Matters with my grandma, the wrestling grandma, forget it. It probably the number one show of all time for me. Yeah, one Family of them. Matters? Yeah, just absolutely loved it. Loved watching TGIF with her. Uh-huh. Oh my yeah. God, the memories. I could just all day long talk about it. And Urkel, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. <laughs> was Screech great. was trying too hard, it seemed. You know, it's yeah. like this is just, this humor does not impress me. You know, now give yeah. me some Urkel. I mean, all day long. Yeah, Jaleel White. The guy, he went from being a guest star to like literally having the show, the whole like, show built him. around mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Okay, I wanted Screech to at least get yeah. one vote. Come Absolutely. On. You know what I mean? I feel you. So yeah, Urkel, the man. Urkel, Urkel wins. <laughs> yeah. Urkel's toy is cooler as well. Urkel's yes. got the big, tall, pull-string doll. Mm-hmm. Screech is like, has that Barbie-style Saved yeah. by the Bell toy that nobody really looks back on fondly. Right. All right, guys. Boys, we ready? It's the finals. It's time for the finals of the fourth installment of the WWF LJN Time Blaster Toycast Bodacious Bracket Tournament. WWF LJN TBT BBT for short. Mean Gene Okerlin. Look at me. I'm shrugging over here. Right. I'm talking to my microphone. Look at me. I'm Mean Gene going one-on-one with Jim, the Anvil Nightheart, baby. The Anvil versus Mean Gene. Great interview. Yeah. Oh, I can picture Mean Gene asking Jimmy Anvil, the Anvil Nightheart a question right now in this signature laugh. 
in the beard, yeah. the beard stroke. I'm that like pink, yeah, baby. pink hat that he wore for a little bit. Oh, oh God, yeah. no, like that was the, that was the '90s, and that does not <laughs> that count. Leather pink hat that he had on. That does not count in LJN land over we're here. We're talking just the LJN figures here. Okay, well, if we're talking just no sunglasses on this Jim the Anvil Nightheart, right? Yep. Right. No wrist tape. Nope. That's my biggest omission. <laughs> Usually, no fingers anymore. Yeah. Because they got chewed off. Hey. Mean Gene, 50-50 chance that Mike's even in his hand. I've always, I've almost never. I never had one that was like that, but I've seen them. And I'm like, what do you guys do? You're like a Moondog spot figure you got here just, eating Mean Gene. <laughs> Where are we at, guys? Where's everybody's heads at? I mean, you, we got. A, I'm, I'm amongst a lot of Mean Gene lovers. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Mean Gene as well. But I'm talking, I'm talking the toys, baby. Yeah. The toys, not the man. Oh, yeah. No, it's always about the toys. Mm -hmm. Does the Hart Foundation come with tag? There was no tag team championship belts, and it was just the one title, right? There so were tag belts, but they came with the British Bulldogs. They came with the Bulldogs. No, no, yeah. no. They all came in a two-pack with belts, so each team had them. Oh, really? I yep. didn't realize. Okay, so the Anvil has an accessory. When they were released on single cards, they did not have the belt. Okay. okay. So it was kind of both. What about the British Bulldogs? Single pack, no belt? They, they came in singles with no belts, but they were also in the two-pack okay. with the belts. Gotcha. Just like Even the uh, Killer Bees had belts. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> oh, Hulk man. and Hillbilly were released as a tag team two pack with belts. Yeah, and so were uh, Iron Sheik and Nikolai. Uh, Nikolai and the Dream Team. Yeah, hmm. wow. So is that because Anvil was released as a single and a tag? Is that why there's like the two different shades of pink and purple, or did it not way matter? way back in the day that was always a point of contention and wonder. And I don't, these days, people have figured all that stuff out, but I'm so long removed from it, I just don't know. I think it was uh, waves in which they were created. Yeah. It's hard to say. You know what say. I mean? That's a card color to, like, replicate perfectly every mm -hmm. time. Right. It's just probably different batches of figures. I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, that the hot pink ones were only on singles cards. And then yeah. the, the varying purple, purple slash pink, those right. were amassed between the boxes. I got you. If Could you be could wrong. If you have but... one, which one would you want? Hot pink. Those yeah. were just yeah. mega cool. Mm -hmm. And the hardest to find, uh, at least, you know, 30 years ago? Yeah. I'm 25? Sure, I'm sure they still <laughs> Probably are. Probably still, yeah. Because who would, if you had a choice as a kid back in the day, if somehow you were at a store that had the box set and the singles, who would buy the singles over the box set? Right. You exactly. want them together for one. And two, they're coming with belts. So in what scenario would anyone buy any of those tag dudes on their own. They were probably five bucks cheaper too to get the two pack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I totally understand why the hot pinks would be significantly rarer and more valuable. Um, I don't know, guys, where are we at? No one's voted yet. Anvil or Mean Gene? I can go first okay. if I need to. You might have to. <laughs> By the looks. Going all, last is fun. Of your, <laughs> I, I, I like throwing eyes. a wrench into the last. gears here. Yeah, this is I good. Love I love Jimmy the Anvil Nightheart, baby. It makes uh, sense. I love both these figures. But honestly, <laughs> I haven't voted for Mean Gene once. I'm yeah. the one guy that hasn't. I, and I do really actually like that Mean Gene figure. But the, the Anvil, man, come on. The hot paint. It's just like I grew up watching this guy in the ring, and I love Mean Gene, but yeah. This is wrestling superstars. I mean, you're right. The, the damn bell's going to ring, and then a match is going to happen. And yeah. as much as I love Mean Gene, he ain't in the ring doing nothing. The Anvil is doing all sorts of things. So I'm voting Jim the Anvil Nightheart. You guys are looking at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, great points, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, man. Look, as much as I'd love Mean Gene walking into our lounge of champions, I think I got to go Jim. Got to go Jim. 
That's two votes for the animal. And we got the two Daves and over I love here. Look at, these, look at these two Daves conspiring with each other, Joe. I'm going to not want to go last, I think, at this point. So, I mean, you want to go last? Yeah, I'll, I'll do okay, it. Okay, all right. So, I mean, he's got the deciding vote anyway. Um, I'm going to put it on you because I love both these figures pretty much equally. Um, and, and we talked about it, but the thing with the anvil, Keith alluded to it, there's no wrist tape. He does come with the accessory of the tag belt, but you only have to get it with in the two-pack. But if we're talking an anvil figure by itself solo, you don't know what color you're getting. You might want the hot pink. You get the purple. But with me and Gene, you know exactly what you're getting. You're getting a solid black tuxedo. You're getting the microphone in his hand shrugging. You're getting... You know, and as a bald man who's an announcer, I love I mean, Mean Gene. You have no choice here. I figure, here. like, I can look at that Mean Gene figure and relate to it, and I love it. And, like, given, given an announcer, you know, I got to vote for Mean Gene here. I love the figures. I love them both. I well, love them both equally. Let me interject for a second. <laughs> you saying that, honestly, though, looking back and, like, taking a step back, and the fact that, like, there's a chance that this little diminutive... Five foot nothing. Yeah. Fifty year old bald mustachioed shrugging. Dunkin' Donuts donut maker looking guy. Figure to begin with that right. we all played. With. You know what I mean? All uh, we love this little this little guy. You know we I mean? do. Like, we why? do. This he's probably gonna win this thing. <laughs> what would have been even better is if I mean like we talked about Ted DiBiase wrestled in the trunks. Me Gene had matches with do with Hogan. Yeah. He wore the black trunks, the white wrist tape, yeah. and he had more charisma than half the guys that, that <laughs> came out. Like, more charisma than Ted or freaking CD who came out there. Mean Gene was sweet. He had a cool figure, and I love it. I love it. Um, and because of that, I love that Anvil figure too. I'm not just discounting it, but I'm going to give Mean Gene a vote just so Dave can decide it here for us. <laughs> all right, Oz, the all-powerful oh. guest here today. Oh man, it's all so... on your Hogan's Beach shoulders right now. <laughs> like I said, the hearts. Were always favorites of mine. Mm -hmm. Anvil, really cool, the powerhouse, but he didn't really look like that. It was always a gripe. He was missing yeah. a lot of weight and a lot of size. Mm -hmm. And I never had him as a kid. That really irked me too. I could yeah. never find him, try as I might. So LJNs were absolutely my number one favorite toy without Anvil existing, as far as I knew. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew he was there, but I never had him. And surely I saw Mean Gene and went bananas and uh, had to have him. So Graham bought him if she didn't already just see him on her own and say, oh, yeah, we need Mean Gene because, of course, we do. And I'm a little old lady and Mean Gene's cute. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to go Mean Gene. Mean Much as I love Mean Anvil. Gene. Mean Gene Oakland. Look, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> mean Gene has won. Unbelievable. I, uh, that's crazy. It's That's the crazy. Iron Sheik win all over again. Yeah, and I, I never voted for Mean Gene, you which did. is wild. Yeah. You'd think I hate Mean Gene. I don't. I'm glad he won. Right, absolutely. I mean, only only in LJN times would a figure such as Mean Gene stand a chance. Yeah. First of all, being made just wouldn't happen nowadays. And he won. You know what I mean? He lived in our hearts and minds all these years. Yeah. Think of that little shrugging Mean Gene action. <laughs> crazy. Wow. All right. Well, that's it, guys. We appreciate it, Oz. All in powerful. Appreciate you, man. That was fun having uh, a... Yeah. Thank you for Dave. having me. I yeah. love it. Having Dave, a.k.a. AKA Oz, sit in with us. A lot of fun. Absolutely. And, and one thing I did mention in the intro is that there's that awesome LJN Wrestling Superstars book that you're a big part of, a historian for LJNs, um, and having your pictures in there and stuff. Like, how... 
how many guys or what was like your your pride possession of the LJNs that you had the picture in that book or just out there in general? From that book, uh, there are some prototype photos, which I believe have my watermark from the 90s that I mentioned. They're still around, and it's just crazy. People say, oh, I still remember you from 25 years ago. (laughs) It's like that blows my mind. Just some, you know, geek with toys. Mm -hmm. But um, my favorite that I submitted pictures for is my uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper Winston Toys Eraser because nobody even knows those exist. They don't know the common ones exist, let alone the rare ones. And Piper being my favorite wrestler of all time, it's just the coolest figure. Plus, he looks exactly like the cartoon. Like, he jumped off the screen. Yeah. That's what got me back into collecting when I saw he existed. I said, I must have this. So I did. <laughs> yeah, those Winston the Racers are they are odd because they're based on the Rock and Wrestling franchise. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of them don't look like they did in the cartoon, like you said, Dave, right? Yeah. They just look like LJN versions of the... Half of them are straight rips from LJN molds, it seems, just tiny. Mm-hmm. And then the other half look like they're right out of the cartoon pages. So, uh, yeah wish we could have some information on that whole thing i tried long long ago to dig up any information about the company nothing you can't figure anything out and even these days with all the crazy like high-end collectors uh they find out everything and they got uh they got leads on ljn uh, model sculptors and everything but yeah Nothing exists about Winston Toys. It's just such a gray area, too, because it's not really a toy. It's like a yeah. school supply, kind of. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like the That's the probably that, why. Yeah, that run in those circles that know the old employees. You know, who you they got to be long gone, you know? Yeah. But I figured that about LJN back when I was in my 20s, and they're on Instagram now saying, oh, look, here's a figure that uh, no one ever knew we even Killer made a prototype for. Yeah, Killer Con. <laughs> and yeah. this, other, you know, this other guy's got all his other... Um, uh, motorcycle uh, bendy figure accessory oh, things and everything those. it's like yeah. where was this like where were you 20 years ago when i was yeah. dying for this stuff and just no one else was out there looking for it yeah probably ago. so and yeah. i almost sometimes bought some of those boxes but i was like yeah i'm not collecting i'll let someone else get it yeah and then they go buy it and sell it for you know 500 times more just to make a profit it's like you know where's the love in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the whole hobby yeah it's crazy out there there is some marketing guru that worked for WWWF <laughs> Vince Senior that got tasked with the Winston Racer account. He's out there. He knows the story. Just got to find him. He's by 77 years old and just waiting for someone to pick his brain. Yeah. If you're out there listening, reach us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. All right, guys. That was a lot of fun. Uh, next week, we're changing things up and we'll tell you about it in just a sec. All right, guys. We're back next week. We're going back to 1995, boys. Going back to a topic. It's been a little while. You ready to talk Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm always ready to talk I turtles. know you are. Dave looks so excited hey, to I talk get that Ninja book. Turtles. I get to go through the book. And if I remember right, I think there's like a whole page of this book about the little mini mess. <laughs> the Micro Mutant <laughs> play sets. Like- Things about to get real small. are going to get real micro next week, guys. We'll see you then. Welcome to the toy cast. Toy cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the time blast. Time blast. Of the toy cast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Yeah. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Uh. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag? And bigger noses than Mark Summers. I 
the show hand. So get your notepad. We talking about collectibles. Your error to the seal. Know the value is exceptional. As it can be from TV to the VHS. Power Rangers, Star Wars, Key Man, Playsets. Transformer, G.I. Joe with Destro. Like Bryce with the glow. Power from Nintendo. So many toys you will never know. Welcome to ToyCast. Here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.